Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2Xers, Bill Kasky back at the 2X Podcast. I'm sorry I missed yesterday. I had some kind of a weird throat thing. You probably noticed it last week, but uh, by yesterday I was, uh, I couldn't talk. I mean, I could talk, but it was an awful, grovelly voice. Sounded like I'd been smoking cigarettes all my life, which I have not. Occasional cigar, but not a cigarette. But uh, today it's much better, so I thought I'd give it a shot. So sorry about the miss, but we'll make it up to you somehow. By the way, this podcast is a daily release podcast through Thursday, through Thursday of this week, which would be February the 16th, and then it goes to every Tuesday. So as of next week, on February 20th, it will be a once a week podcast, and we'll start having some more guests on, and uh, I wanted to give you all a kind of a flavor of it for 25, 30 days, and then we'll move back to a weekly podcast. By the way, if you have any interest in the 2X group, which is our peer group that we start up from time to time, you can go to the2xgroup.com, and there's a cute little video there. It's not cute, actually. It's not at all, because I'm in it. It's an ugly video about the program itself, and you can uh, sign up to get some more information. What is the right price conversation to have? What is the right price conversation with your prospects and customers? And we know that you're not listening to this just for your health. You're listening to this because you want to have a significant increase in your results. And one of the places that you will get tripped up, and all sales professionals do from time to time, even the best ones, even the most seasoned ones, is on the price discussion, is when you have to speak to your prospect about price, things get weird. So I'm going to share with you some ideas today, some new ways to think about price and terms and costs and all that so that you can change the dynamic of the conversation. And that's really, you know, we talk about everything from the new rules of selling that we espouse to any kind of uh, other product we offer and anything that we've written. I like the idea of changing the rules. I like that idea because if you are predictable and you show up like every other salesperson shows up, you will be treated like every other salesperson that shows up. And you will be lied to and you'll be strung out and you won't be taken seriously and you won't be properly positioned. And so the idea of where do we talk about money is one of those key areas that I think you've got to be different on. So the idea here is that Prospects are not going to buy something from you unless they see you in one of two ways. They see you as a solution to a problem that they either have now or will have in the future, or they see you as a tool to get to a new future. That's that's more of what we'll call the aspirational pain. They're, They're aspiring to a new future, to new objectives, to new goals, to new results. 
So to the extent they can either see you as a solver of a problem, the avoider of a problem, or the tool to get to the next level, you will be valuable to them. But at some point, there's going to be a decision made. And I like to think of this decision as an economic decision. Is it better for me to do nothing or is it better for me to invest in you? This is what the prospect's asking. Better to do nothing because doing nothing in many circumstances is an option. Now, if you're in a compliance game where you have to have an accountant or you have to have some kind of person looking over government regulations because if you don't, you'll be out of business, obviously not as optional. It's not a luxury there. It's a compliance issue. But most of us are in business businesses where it is not compliance. They don't have to buy. So there's always that conversation going on inside the mind of the prospect, which is, do I pay a price to do nothing? If this sales professional leaves and I don't buy, do I pay a price for that? If their answer is no, I pay no price, then their best decision will be not to buy. It just won't. That's just, that will be the conclusion that they draw. So what's their cost of doing nothing and what's their cost of buying from you? And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. So again, I like this idea of the economics discussion. This is not about price. This is about choice. The choice to do something, to fix the problem, or to engage you in, in helping them to aspire to a new result, or nothing. There's always a choice. And economics actually is not the study of money. It's the study of choice. So when you are addressing this from an economic standpoint, two things. You need to know all the pain that they have and what the cost of that pain is to them. Present day, future day. So if I'm talking with a, oh, I don't know, let's say I'm selling a dental capital equipment to a dentist and my capital equipment is $50,000, let's just say, and the dentist at some point is asking him or herself, well, if I'm going to spend $50,000, what the, what's the pain that that solves for me? Maybe I have to send all my x-rays out or all my scans out, or maybe it's, it's costing me in terms of new patients because all the dentists around me have this piece of equipment and they don't lose any patients, and I'm losing my patients to them. Maybe it's a profit deal where, sounds like Steve Martin, doesn't it? That's a profit deal. Or maybe I'm just losing profitability because I don't have these products to offer. So you've got to make sure that you understand the full complements of pain, or the full complement of pain, and the adjacent cost to that pain. So all the pain and all the costs coupled with or, or up against the solution that you offer and all the costs that go around the solution. So if you're going to say to the doctor, the doctor is going to say, you know what, Bill, if I don't have this piece of equipment, I think it's going to cost me about 200 grand a year. Then you can't just say, well, 200 grand a year over the next three years, that's $600,000. The equipment is only 50, so that's a no-brainer because there might be other expenses around the 50, did I say 50 or 60, that are required for him or for her. It could be that there's an integration fee that's going to take some time on the part of the office team. It might be that there are costs for scans that you're going to run yourself. Maybe that's another twenty dollars or $30,000. But if you're going to help someone understand the economics, you really should, and I've been guilty of not doing this, but I need to get better at it. You really should take into account all the costs 
and all the benefits. Number two, at some point there will be a juxtaposition of price versus something else. So let's say your equipment's $50,000, kind of back to our first point. They're going to compare that to something. What are they going to compare it to? If they compare it to doing nothing, guess what wins? Mr. Nothing. If they compare it to doing nothing, nothing will win. So what you're focused on here is what are they comparing your $50,000 plus the other 20 or 30 or whatever it's going to cost for them to fully implement the solution? What are they comparing it to? I think what the first step for you and for me in this whole process of understanding money, price, economics, is think through that a little bit. And I think just by thinking through it, when you're in a meeting the next time, I believe you will naturally and organically ask the question that will help you know what are they juxtaposing price against. doesn't matter what you want them to juxtapose it against or compare it against. It's what they think about it. So that's number two. Number three, make the economic conversation part of your process. Don't leave it until the end. Don't leave it, this is even worse than leaving it till the end, is leaving it up for the prospect to ask you. I was actually buying something or thought I was buying something the other day, and, uh, and I felt like we were probably 30 minutes into the conversation, and I'm like, okay, when, when's he going to tell me the price? And at some point I said, look, I've got about two minutes here. What's all this cost? And when I said that, he now is on the defensive. So I want you to be on the offensive when it comes to price. And the, the offensive simply means you get to choose when it's brought up. Never be afraid of bringing it up, but I want you to choose. I also want to make sure that the price comes after they have revealed to me and shared with me their problems and their aspirations. So you've got to make it a part of your process. You say when it's discussed. If they ask about it too early, you've got to be strong and say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Before we get off the phone today or before we get out of this call, I'm going to share with you some round numbers. But I need, to, I need to continue through this so that when you do hear the price, you'll have something to compare it to. Be anxious to talk about price. I see a lot of times sales professionals him and haw, and they, be, they, become, they become reluctant price discussers, if there is such a thing. I think there is. We just named it. But don't, don't be embarrassed about it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be reluctant. It's going to be what it's going to be. So you've got to figure out a way to bring it up in, in a manner that is, that is comfortable for you, where you're not walking on eggshells. Oh, God. You know, I heard a, one of my clients has a, has a client who sells his product. And he goes, this guy is just, he's afraid of doing, of quoting anything but the low bid. Well, that's his baggage, my client who sells through this person who has the baggage is going to have to figure out, do I even want him representing my product or not? Because as long as he represents the product that way, I'm not going to be able to generate much revenue because I'm not the cheapest product. So you've got to be anxious to embrace it. Never run away from it. Always be anxious to embrace it. If you run into resistance, either your own resistance to bringing it up or your prospect's resistance to the price itself or the economic discussion, just recognize that you've done something wrong early. It's, I mean, it, I can't say it's your fault. It may be your fault, maybe not. But just recognize that, well, somehow earlier in the process, I messed up. 
and I either didn't address all the problems they had, I didn't uh, monetize the problems, I didn't denominate them, we didn't talk about the aspirations and the goals, we talked about no money other than what the price of my product was. And that's when you're going to run into resistance. So I hope that helps. Take this seriously. Think about this over the next couple of weeks, and uh, we might get into a little bit more price discussion, but I thought this would be a good topic. I'll see you next time on the 2X Podcast. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky. 